Welcome to Primordial Path. My name is Casey and I'm your guide on this podcast, which is dedicated to exploring ancient meditation and healing practices. We'll examine them through an accessible modern lens and discover how they can profoundly impact your life, your body, your mind, your soul, your energy. So stay tuned. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, lovely listeners, for signing up for the emails. And as I mentioned last week, I am committed to one podcast per week. I'm very excited about this new approach. Um, The link to sign up for the email list is in the description of this episode. Please note that the website is no longer on there. So for all of you that signed up on the website, thank you. Your information has been transferred over to this new platform. I'm very excited to have you with me on this new adventure. I promise to be a guide and not spam you or any of that stuff. So today, let's get into it. We'll be chatting about the bandhas. And if you've ever been to a yoga class, you've undoubtedly heard of these. So having been to many a yoga class myself over many years, it pains me greatly when a teacher mixes them up or just generally doesn't understand what it is that they're teaching or teaches them wrong. And as a yoga teacher and a yoga teacher trainer, I find it very important to share the correct information so that anyone listening can better understand this topic. So this is a bit more lengthy than usual. um, So let's get straight into it. The word bandha comes from the Sanskrit language and means to hold, to tighten or to lock. So these definitions show how to physically do the bandha practices and what they do to the pranic or energy body. So the goal of bandhas is to lock the prana or the energy in certain places within the body and direct its flow into the shushumna nadi. The shushumna nadi is the main energy channel in the body, which is an integral part of kundalini and the general flow of energy in the body. So in the next episode, we'll talk about the nadis, what they are, where they are, and what they do. So don't worry if you don't understand that completely. So essentially, the shushumna nadi is integral for spiritual awakening. Bandhas should not be confused with mudras. Although they used to be considered part of mudras, the bandhas were traditionally taught by word of mouth from teacher to student. Both the Hatha Yoga Pradipika and the old tantric books talk about both bandhas and mudras interchangeably. Both mudra and pranayama methods use bandhas a lot, but the way they fit together shows that they're very important on their own. So if you're not sure what a mudra is, don't panic. All will be revealed in a not-too-distant episode. So before using bandhas in mudra, pranayama, and asana practices, each bandha should be practiced and learned on its own to the point where the practitioner has mastered this bandha. When they have been mastered, they can all be used together. And when this happens in this way, they wake up the psychic powers and can certainly add to other high yogic practices. The bandhas work directly on the three granthas, which are psychic knots that stop prana from flowing freely along the shashumna nadi. This, in turn, stops the chakra from opening and the kundalini from rising. What are these three granthas knots? So there's Brahma granthi, which is associated with the muladhara and svadhisthana chakras, so the lowest two and the instinct to live and the urge to have children. It's also linked to deep natural knowledge, awareness and desire. When Brahma Granthi is transcended, the Kundalini or primal energy is able to rise beyond Muladhara and Svaristana without being pulled back down by the instinctual patterns of the personality. The second Granthi is Vishnu Granthi. This is associated with the next two chakras, so Manapura Chakra and Anahata Chakra. 
This one is linked closely to the physical, emotional and mental aspects of human existence, as well as digestion, metabolism of food. When Vishnu Granthi is transcended, we're no longer bound by physical, mental and emotional attachments. Our relationships and energy become more universal rather than being limited by personal preferences. And the third Granthi is Rudra Granthi, which is associated with Vishuddhi and Ajna chakras. This Granthi heavily influences the intuition. Therefore, when we transcend this Granthi, the ego is left completely behind. So how do these Granthis relate to the Bandhas? And what actually are the Bandhas? So there are four main Bandhas. The first three are individual, and the fourth is the activation of the three put together. They're aligned on the physical body to the Granthis that we just discussed. Jalandhara Bandha, or throat lock, is aligned with Rudra Granthi. In Sanskrit, the word Jalan means net, and the word Dara means stream or low. The network of nadis in the neck is controlled by the lock called Jalandhara Bandha. The blood vessels and nerves in the neck are how these nadis show up in the body. Water is the second meaning of the word jal. So Jalandharabandha is the throat lock that stops the nectar or fluid from bindu going down to the digestive fire as it flows down to Vishuddhi. Jalandharabandha is taught first because it's easy and relaxing. This bandha can be held for as long as you can easily hold the, your breath. With practice, you'll be able to hold your breath longer and longer. The physical focus is on the back of the throat and the feelings that come with holding your breath. The mental attention is on the throat or Vishuddhi Chakra. In Jalandhara, the neck and throat are tightened and the chin is made to rest on the chest in the space between the collarbones at the top of the breastbone. It can be learned by doing Savangasana or shoulder stand, one of the asanas in yoga, and its versions in which the chin is also pressed against the sternum. Jalandharabandha affects how blood and prana move to and from the heart, the glands in the neck, the head and the brain. So there's some cautions with this bandha. People with cervical spondylosis, high intracranial pressure, vertigo, high blood pressure or heart problems shouldn't do Jalandharabandha. Even though the neck lock lowers blood pressure, holding your breath for a long time puts stress on the heart. Now, the benefits of this bandha are that it squeezes the carotid sinuses, which help the circulatory and breathing systems work properly. Normally, when the body has less oxygen and more carbon dioxide, the heart rate goes up and you breathe more. However, when this happens, because of the carotid sinuses, the heart rate goes down and you hold your breath longer. This practice also helps to calm the mind, easing stress, worry, and anger. It leads to meditative states and awakens the throat, which helps keep the thyroid in balance and the metabolism in check. The second bandha, Uriyada bandha, or abdominal lock. This is probably one of the more common ones that you would hear in a yoga class. This one is aligned with Vishnu Granti. The word Uriyana in Sanskrit means to rise up or to fly upwards. This is because the physical lock on the body makes the diaphragm rise up towards the chest. Uriyada Bandha is often described as the stomach lift because of this. The physical lock can also mean that it helps move prana into the Shashumna Nadi so that it flows up to Sahasrara Chakra. When the diaphragm moves up, the chest opens up. So this place gives a gentle massage to the heart muscles, which makes the heart even stronger. The physical awareness is on the abdomen and on the breath. Manipura chakra is where the inner mind is focused. So there at the navel. Now, yogis believe that if someone does Uriyata Bandha every day, they'll become young again. 
Who doesn't want that? Cautions for this one is that it's an advanced bunda that you should only be used after you've mastered Jalandhara bunda and Mula bunda. So the next one. The benefits is that it improves the pancreas and the liver and makes them work better. The digestive system is turned on and given a rub. The adrenal glands are balanced and blood circulation is improved. It stimulates the solar plexus chakra, Manipura. The third bunda is Mula Bandha or Root Lock. Again, one of the more common ones that you would hear in a yoga class. This Bandha is aligned with Brahma Granthi. Here, it refers to the root of the spine or the perineum where the Muladhara Chakra is found. This is also where Kundalini and basic energy are held. Mula Bandha is a good way to find Muladhara Chakra and activate it. Now, the physical awareness is on the perineal contraction. The spiritual focus is on the ground or Muladhara Chakra. The area between the anus and the belly button is tightened. It's pulled back towards the spine and pushed up towards the diaphragm. The cautions with this one are that Mula Bandha can make you more active because it boosts your energy. However, it should be avoided during menstruation. The benefits are that it wakes up the muscles in the pelvis and strengthens the genital and urinary systems. It can help with sadness as well. Gets the physical, mental and spiritual bodies back in sync so that spiritual awareness can happen. It can also be used to turn physical energy into something good for spiritual growth, which is Brahmacharya. Now, the fourth Bandha in this series is the Mahabandha, the Great Lock. The word for great in Sanskrit is Maha. So Mahabandha is also known as the Great Lock because it uses all three Bandhas at once. The physical focus is on the perineum, the stomach, and the throat. The Muladhara, Manipura, and Vishuddhi chakras are the focus of spiritual understanding in this Bandha. The caution for this is don't do this if you have high or low blood pressure. If you're pregnant, if you have heart disease, if you have a stroke, a hernia, or an ulcer in your stomach or bowels. Now the benefits, Mahabandha makes the other bandhas even better at what they do. It changes how the pineal gland makes hormones and how it controls the whole endocrine system. Every cell in the body comes back to life and the body stops breaking down and getting older. So before meditation, it makes you think about yourself. When it's done right, it can fully awaken prana in the main chakras. These are the four main bandhas. Jalandhara Bandha, Uriyada Bandha, Mula Bandha, and Maha Bandha. For a beautiful representation of these in action, I would recommend watching Ashtangi yogis as they move, as they seem to seamlessly float through the air during transitions in their primary series, Yoga. You can Google it. There's plenty of videos on YouTube showing these. Go check them out and let me know what you think.